Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Helen. And you're listening to the Squiggly Careers Podcast. This episode is part of our Skills Sprint series. We've recorded 20 episodes, each less than seven minutes long, that we hope are going to help you to build some career development momentum. In every episode, we talk about a squiggly skill, what it is and why it matters, share an idea for action each, and give you a go-to guru and a podcast episode so you can learn more. And we want you to turn your Skills Sprint into a learning streak. And so for everyone who completes a 20-day learning streak, we'll be offering you a free five skills to succeed in a squiggly career virtual workshop in September. If you post about your progress on social and tag us at Amazing If, and we'll be in touch to tell you more. This squiggly skills sprint is all about assertiveness. So assertiveness helps you to communicate clearly about how you want to grow in your career and why. So it's a really important skill when we're trying to personalize our progression in squiggly careers. It also means that we're better able to protect our boundaries. So there's going to be loads of things that are going on in your life and at work that will sometimes feel like it might be compromising you and your career. But when you have a strong assertiveness skill, you're able to push back on people and those situations that might be compromising you and those boundaries. And it also means that you're better able to make your work work for you. So if I have a skill of assertiveness, it means that I can be open and honest when I'm talking to Sarah about where I want to take my career and what I want to work on and how I want to work, which means that all those hours I'm putting into my work not only work for the business, they also work for me too. So we thought we'd start the ideas for action with two I suspect quite common scenarios where we're probably not as assertive as we would like to be. So the first one is when you are asked to do some work under very kind of tight deadlines. And then the second scenario we're going to talk about is when somebody usually more senior than you disagrees with you. So we thought we'd take each of those scenarios and just talk about kind of what would we do and what might help you. So Helen, do you want to start with that first one? So let's imagine now I'm your manager. Um, Great. Yeah, just just what you've always wanted. And let's imagine we're based both in the UK and the US. And I say to you, somebody in the US has said, actually, they need this by tomorrow morning. So can you get this done tonight, please? I know it's a bit last minute, but it's really important. So I think I would start, if it wasn't possible, like I've got some commitments, I think I'd call that out very quickly. So I wouldn't sort of beat around a bush or shut. I'd say, actually, it isn't possible for me to do that tonight. But I would then follow that up with some questions about the deliverable. So I might say, I'm sorry, it isn't possible for me to do that tonight because I have got some probably family commitments would be the thing. But let me try and understand a bit more about it. And then I would go into some open questions like, okay, who is it for? What is it for? What needs to be done? 
Because I think if I had just a little bit more detail about that deliverable, what I might do is spot that I know the person that it's like going to, and I might be able to extend that kind of deadline because they might be like an internal friend, or I might be able to offer up an alternative. Okay, so if you want that presentation for that person for tomorrow, what about if you send them this project update that I did last week? So if I had that detail, I might be able to do that, or I might be able to identify an alternative person. Okay, if that's who it is and what it needs to be, then the other person that could help tonight is. I don't think I would feel really comfortable just being a blocker and saying, sorry, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do that. That isn't very me to your point about authenticity. But I would have to ask a few probing questions just to get a little bit more detail on the deliverable. And then I would feel like I could be sort of assertively helpful about sort of how that thing could be done, maybe in a slightly different way or by a different person. Yeah, and I think what's really nice about that is for most of us, we don't just want to say no. And also that doesn't feel constructively useful as a response. So I think instead of just going, well, oh no, I can't make that work. And then you might actually come across as aggressive rather than assertive, sometimes unintentionally. What you're doing is trying to figure out creatively, how can I still be helpful? So let's move on to the second example. So someone senior disagrees with you and maybe we're put on the spot just to make it even worse. The thing that I think is really helpful here, two things that I always have in mind, which is acknowledge and anchor. So let's imagine now I've just presented a brilliant idea to Helen and and (laughs) Helen says to me... um, I've seen that before. Competitors have done that. I don't think we should do it. Yeah, I mean, that came out surprisingly quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think actually the worst thing that you can do, and I think I have done this before in the past, is sort of either skim past it or just completely change your point of view because someone more senior has said oh you know I'm competitor and you just sort of I can imagine backing down very quickly and just going like oh okay then um I'm obviously wrong and I think that's what happens we sort of lose confidence in ourselves so I think acknowledging often buys us a bit of time so you know saying okay that's interesting I hadn't considered that I might ask a curious question oh what competitor have you seen do this in in a way that's interesting so you are acknowledging that you have listened then I think you can reinforce your perspective and the reason we say anchoring I think it's often really helpful to anchor outside of you because otherwise you get into a bit of you know almost like tennis around well this is what I think and you're like this is what I think and I'm like well I think something different whereas one of the things I've often found really helpful is saying well my perspective based on listening to our customers or spending time with our suppliers or looking at this data is dot 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 so I'm anchoring outside of just this is what I think or this is what I believe now you might also believe that that is the right thing to do but I think by anchoring outside of yourself what you're recommending or what you're suggesting it brings a level of clarity to how you got to where you got to but also it really encourages you to have an adult to adult conversation and breaks down some of the barriers that I think hierarchy can bring. So I think if you're going into those meetings where you think there might be disagreement or you just want to give yourself some helpful backup in case it does come your way, I think that acknowledge and anchor is quite a good shortcut to have in your brain ready to go. So if you want some expert advice to learn more about this topic, we recommend Esther Perel. We'll link to a really good video. We'll put it in the show notes. How to be assertive without being aggressive. It's a good watch from hers. And if you want a podcast that dives a bit deeper, then episode 276 of the Squiggly Careers podcast is on how to increase your assertiveness. Thank you for listening to this skills sprint. We hope you found it useful. We'd love you to share and subscribe so you don't miss a sprint. And that's everything for this episode. So bye for now. Bye, everyone. Thank you. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.